Welcome, 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 welcome back, everybody, to the Shoots and Ladders podcast. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello, Pat. That was a lot in one breath. I was like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you really... <laughs> and we are here recording from our wonderful studio to go over the WWF Superstars of July 10th, 1993, and the WWF Raw of July 12th, 1993. But before we get started, uh, when you guys will listen to this, this will, uh, you know... This will be marking the first time that we will be uh, continuing along on our podcast adventure, rewatching wrestling that uh, Vince McMahon is officially gone from the WWE. Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, they uh, just celebrated in real time the Royal Rumble as we're recording this in January of nineteen, what, 2024. Whoa. And uh, the news broke about Vince McMahon and his uh, one of his NDAs that uh, wasn't great. Not great. Not good. Not good. Not good. Um, we know, we knew he was... Not great. A creep? Yeah. Well, I mean... The details are... Uh... Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. However, uh, he was allegedly told to uh, leave <laughs> and get out of the uh, board, and he's no longer involved with the company. So we will update that as that goes along over the next amount of time. If uh, anything more really comes out, we're not going to wait into it too much because you know when we started this podcast originally, it was uh, our well, it was finding out that Peacock had all the WWE rights, which was fun. So we started rewatching all the stuff. And then we're like, oh, we should talk about it. But we should go back and we should look at it from a certain angle. Because we were just kind of talking about, you know, rewatching everything, going to Raw, and then just kind of talking about it in general that we just want to do a 90s rewatch. And then that's when it kind of birthed that we would uh, kind of talk and, and bring it to some sort of head going towards. The Montreal Screwjob, which we all know is a huge thing in the wrestling world. So having said that. Yeah, we're basically, we were set out to try and um, prove or disprove that it was a work. Right. That was our whole thing. And that involves a lot of Vince McMahon stuff. So I don't know if we're going to veer away from that a little bit or if we're just. Uh, but regardless, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, full circle, you know, what goes, what's happening off screen it's out of control right and i mean that's yeah. that's wrestling in general i know we were talking to a couple of different friends about well, that I mean, well we're it's the industry right and we were talking to a couple i was talking to a couple of different friends about it that don't really watch but it, just the kind of the idea that you hear all this news and you're like oh and it's like right but like most other promotions a lot of the people that were running them were also kind of wild right we've seen a bunch of dark side of the rings we've seen a lot of stuff obviously not to his level but i mean he was the he ended up united all of them so he was you know the head uh head promoter for the entire industry and consolidated everything into a monopoly so yeah, i mean I once know. you start mistreating people to a level it just yeah i mean it's tough I, yeah. I i i think it's really tough and i think this is definitely one of those things that more will come out over the next few years and it will really paint a picture of this entire time so hopefully we'll continue going along bring you guys uh our funny rewatch and funny take. I mean, Netflix scored a $5 billion deal for Monday Night Raw. So they'll have that from 2026 on or 2025 on. They'll actually be doing Raw whatever day they decide to do it live, which is going to be bonkers, right? Because if you want to get rid of cable, well, you need the USA Network and you need Raw or you can, you know, do Hulu. So it's it's pretty crazy to think about how, you know, as a kid, you know, 
wrestling was always on cable, right? It was always on USA, and then it was always on Fox, and it was back yeah. and forth, and eventually it was on, like, TNN Network, which at, by, by that point, I don't think I had the TNN Network in college, so I wasn't able to watch anything. But to think of it being on a streamer, it's just crazy, right? To just be something that's on a stream live, that's it's, the only way to get it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's similar to how they're starting to put, like, um, football games and baseball games on like prime or peacock or whatever like i know a couple weeks ago or last week the chiefs were on peacock and i texted my dad and i'm like are you watching this game because it was like really really cold like Mm -hmm. really like i think it was like felt like minus 27 or something Mm -hmm. and my dad's like no i don't have peacock and i'm like oh shit that's right it's on peacock i didn't even so yeah i mean i guess it's kind of similar to that I, I guess we'll find out. I mean, Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's not going to be until next year. There's going to be a lot between now and then. Uh, but it's kind of weird, kind of strange, strange moment to be watching all this and talking about all this. Just because, like we said, it's kind of like, ah. Oh, yeah, it feels kind of weird. But, I mean, if there's any industry, you know, it's, it's funny if you really think about it. If there's anything or any industry or any type of event that's going to bring you out of something like this faster. You know, because I know... Obviously, with the Me Too movement and things like that against Harvey Weinstein and other people, it's, it was tough to kind of, like, put into perspective some of the works and things that he had done, you know, with other collaborators versus who he was off set. Because yeah. you're like, so do you just get rid of all of it because he was involved? And I think this is going to be a I real quick test I don't think that's ever case. fair to all the people that are there working really hard that have nothing to do with it. Like, I've never... I agree with I never felt like it was fair to just be like, oh, fuck all Harvey Weinstein movies well, because there's so many people that work on movies, right, that are not well, involved at all. So you're kind of just like punishing them. And I really don't think that's fair. But it's also really easy to get rid of like a movie or a TV show or something because you just don't watch it. It's hard to be like these. There are people that have built their entire lives that enjoy Right. What they're doing that have dedicated everything, both in front of the camera and behind the mm-hmm. scenes. And there's young people now that are inspired by it. And the reality is, just like that, like it's just, you know, because he consolidated everything into one thing, it it, it kind of, it, he's the face of it and was running all of it. Yeah, he monopolized all of it. But so it it's... still doesn't mean it wasn't a, a, maybe a pure form of storytelling to other people. So we'll, we'll see how it all pans out. It's going to be yeah. very interesting because... All this news just broke like Thursday and Friday of last week going into the Royal Rumble. Then we had the Royal Rumble. So it's going to be interesting how it all works. Yeah. It's been a lot, a lot. Just a felt lot like we had to in real address life. it. Yeah. Know? Well, because it's in real I life. Yeah, acknowledge it. Um, we're not a pro the bullshit at all, but. No, but I mean, it, it, it's happening. You know, unfortunately in our lives, uh, you know, I always go back to, you know, that, that funny, you know. The, the, the line from the Joker in the Dark Knight, right? Like, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, right? I don't know if uh, this for, motherfucker Alfred, sorry, no. was ever anything but the villain, though. You know no, what I mean? But, and I've heard, like, but, lots of podcasts. Like, the po- what was the podcast I listened to about him? Um, shit. About, like, bad people. We've heard, uh, we've heard a lot about him. I don't disagree. But what I mean is, like, there are times where, like... You know, and he was tolerated. He received lots of money, was able to get all of these things. So, yeah, even if you're a bad person, but personally, you feel like you're, you're potentially like winning, right? You're getting all this money. You're putting all these things. You're doing all these things. It's like, well, now at this point, if all you did was live to create this empire and create this sport and create this thing, like they're just like, goodbye. Was it so, like Behind the Bastards? Is that what it's called? I think it was. I think yeah. that's what you watched. Yeah. Really good. Um, no, it's a podcast. 
um, you know, into your life. It, it reminds me a little bit of, of uh, like, for those that have seen, you know, kind of at the end, you know, obviously it's, it's art, it's a little bit different, but like Fall of the House of Usher, because it's like a lot of, a lot of that, the point of that was that these people basically came up with like a drug, like kind of sold their souls and they came up with like a drug, you know, similar to say Oxycontin, right? That they knew would be addictive. And then they made all their money off the backs of it. And kind of like where you are now, like at the end of your life where you're just looking back, you know, in that show. Oh, in that show. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. In the Fall of the House of Usher, they're yeah, looking back via like a demon and he's just kind of seeing all of these like terrible things, like all these things that he had wrought because he lived this life. You know, and now Vince McMahon's going to be sitting at yeah, home. Yeah, only this is like real life and real people. But this happens this is more real often people. than not. Of this course. More of course. Especially not, with powerful, yeah. rich Harvey men. Harvey Weinstein's in jail. You know? um, I mean, this happens. Yeah. It really makes the whole Trish Stratus storyline so fucked up, though. I mean, it already was, but now it's just... We could save those ideas for 10 years from now, right? I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, I'm just, I, you know, hey. I'm I just saying. Yes, nice that's like all I... That's what the, the first thing I thought about. I'm like, oh. So we had here to talk about this quick. We, we dropped 10 minutes on it. I think that's more than enough for now. We'll have plenty of more thoughts and things uh, to formulate. And you guys are not necessarily coming here for all the breaking news and all the breaking discussion. So we're, we're going to no. we're gonna pepper it in as we go. Now, having said that, Jen, I'm going to get whipped into the corner. Give us a quick little rundown, all right? Okay. So we... Hold on, let me get... Watch two episodes, July 10th, 1993, The Superstars on a Saturday. Jen finally saw the new intro. She missed it last week. She wasn't paying attention when it came on the screen. But she, uh, how'd you feel about the new intro? I want to be honest. I feel like it's a step, it's a lateral step. Like usually the new intros, you feel like, oh, this feels a little bit more modern. Yep. This feels like 1989 Nintendo. Yep. And I, I like it though. I kind of, I, I like the throwback It box, has nostalgia vibes. When I saw it, I'm like, I remember this. It remember the song um but yeah it's weird because hulk hogan's in the new intro Mm -hmm. and there was somebody else too that's like gone that was in the new intro i forget i'll i'll clock it for next week but yeah it is nintendo times it is really really yeah cheesy okay so on the superstars july 10th 1993 when was this film pat june 15th so we're still we're before. still here. Yeah. We're still on G fifty. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? West Virginia. So we get our usual three. We got Macho Man, we got Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. and Jerry Lawler. And as they go from you know introducing themselves into a very long recap narrated by. Jim Ross on Lex Luger winning the Stars and Stripes Challenge. Stars and Stripes Challenge, But it's baby. it's a little different, right? We get Jim Ross. Lawler mentions that Lawler, that Luger cheated when he slammed Yokozuna. And I'm just, I have questions about okay. how that's, I have questions. Okay. Then we get, after this recap, um, we get a guns match. Mm-hmm. Ico Pro. Ico Pro. Um, An integrated conditioning program. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We get a face to face with Mean Gene, with Marty Janetti and the Steiner brothers. Um, yeah, that's both promos are. We'll give them both a, a solid C minus. 
And I would say, I would say, I would say if you're watching this episode and you do watch the episode, or if you're just listening, do yourself <laughs> a favor and just remind yourself, we told you that there was a Steiner's promo. Always go back to Steiner math. I mean, that's the just, Steiner I, math I promo has been in yeah, the, been every around. text message chain we're in since we saw this promo. Um, <laughs> then we get the match of the, the day. The century. We get, guys, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. Crush versus Doink. Mm-hmm. How many, I don't know how many times. We have to see Crush versus Doink. Well, because it's, it's like eighteen Doinks now. I don't even. Because this is this is the Crush episode. This is the we're gonna show you this old footage we had in the can for Crush, and then we're gonna have to take Crush out, yeah. right? Because that's that's what this well, is. Well, we're gonna talk about this a little bit more in depth during a Crush Corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. We then get another dropper match: Shawn Michaels with Diesel. Squishy the dude. I don't even know. Kevin Kruger. Kevin Kruger. Um. There's a cringe corner remark during this match that we'll revisit from our friend Jerry Lawler. SummerSlam report. SummerSlam is coming. We have an interview with Brett. This whole episode is just Lawler talking shit about Brett Hart and what he's going to do to him. And now we have it. It's confirmed there will be a Brett Hart-Jerry Lawler match during SummerSlam. We finally get that. Um, Monday, August 30th. SummerSlam. Monday. Then we get men the debut. The Men on a Mission. The debut of Men on a Mission. <sighs> Another face-to-face with Mean Gene with Adam Bomb and Mr. Hughes. This one has some funny comments in it. I'm just saying on, on both of them. This these kind of these promos kind of made me giggle. Both of them were pretty entertaining. Um because of the managers, because of Johnny Harvey Polo. Johnny and Johnny Polo, not hot fire. Yeah, weird stuff. And that is your superstars. Let's jump into quick, quick jump into the raw, which I told you then. Yeah. How this was so raw two days later. Filmed actually on July fifth. So we had mentioned last week when we were talking and doing the rundown how it felt like this episode was kind of like strange and it was like truncated. Well, here's why because it really was a two hour raw. But I think this is what they're gonna do for a while now. They're mm-hmm. going to film two episodes at every raw taping so that you're gonna get a live raw every other week. And Which then is that's fine. how no, they no, do it. For it's fine. It's just oh, I'm when not you, saying when it's fine or it. it's not fine. I mean, yeah. it's better when it's live every week, obviously. But that yeah, that's what they do. We had a Yokozuna. Crush match, which they had teased last week. Yeah. So we get that match. Yeah, and then we'll talk about that during Crush Corner. And we get the Head Shrinkers versus PJ Walker and Aaron Ferguson. We got a Tatanka the... Brooklyn Brawler match. Yeah. Mr. Hughes against Tony DeVito. And Adam Baum with Johnny Polo against Scott Amati. Jen, what did what did the boys talk about throughout the matches? The boys were talking. Well, the the real problem here, and we're really going to talk about this during Crush Corner, is that Crush was very injured after this match. Yokozuna mm-hmm. just squished the shit out of him. I mean, we had the whole we had Tatanka and Macho Man tending to Crush as also like also some jobbers, some random like face jobbers were out there, like in their tiny little tights, like trying to help Crush. I thought that was interesting. Um. So the whole time, Macho Man is just running back and forth in the locker room, checking on Crush. He's having a really hard time breathing. There might be permanent damage. You know, mm-hmm. the, the whole fucking thing. Um, there is, at one point, like, a head shrinker comes in when he's not tagged. I forget which one. And 
you know, Vince McMahon or whatever is like, there wasn't even a tag. And then Bobby Heenan says, yeah, there was a Greco-Roman tag. And for some reason that just <laughs> fucking set me into a spiral. I, I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, what is a Greco-Roman tag? I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, we get thrown in Mr. Huge, Hughes match. A black wreath comes out from The Undertaker. Okay. And it says, R.I.P., Mr. Hughes. He wants his... Uh... And then, he, yeah. Well, we, we, we're all assuming it's from The Undertaker. I, you know. And, uh... Oh. And he does mention how Bam Bam wants Tatanka because Tatanka was making moves on Luna. So that's a, a, a teaser for that upcoming little rivalry. But yeah, I mean, I did mention that I thought that this Superstars episode was better than the one before. You accused me of being a Sean stan, but I stand by that. I do think it was more entertaining than the one the week before. It's because Shawn Michaels appeared. Everybody, <laughs> trust me. Shawn Michaels came, all of a sudden the ears perked up. Just started watching the screen, started laughing. It's because Shawn Michaels came. Like, let's not. Let's be serious. Now, let's jump in. Let nice. let's let us let us talk about these matches a little bit. Let's, let's let it. that cream rise to the top, as Macho Man would say. The cream of the crop. What do we have? We had a one, two, three, three of our four, five, six, seven of our nine matches were jobber matches, Jen. Yeah, I was like, are you counting? I'm like, I only saw two, but you're counting the jobber matches. Not Out of the jobber matches, anything mm-hmm. other than commentary to go over? Because I didn't see anything. That was, that was the Smoking Guns matches, Shawn Michaels Diesel versus Kevin Kruger. Shawn uh, Michaels puts on a good jobber match, and you told me I was being Stan. You but were. But I wasn't because he's, he's funny. He does funny shit, and it's he like is, entertaining. He is funny, but... And it's, Diesel's standing there all bedazzled and seven feet tall. Like, it's hilarious. Like, he, what are we watching? He is funny, but there's not going to be much longer of this. So, you know as well as I do, soon enough, probably within the next year, it just stops kind of being jobber matches like this, or at least that I can recall, like on Monday Night Raw. It's like real matches, and especially mm-hmm. when they end the when they end the in your houses too. There's not really time. Well, I mean, we like it. It's better when the hundred percent. But I'm just like so. you know we don't, we haven't seen him in a while. He's out there with his jobber match, getting ready to start. He's his got thing. his pants pulled up real high. Did we did we hear? Oh, okay, so we have these um, men on a mission. I mean, they came in. They looked like they really were not. They had not really been hitting the gym in the way you would think they would be hitting the gym for their WWE. I really don't. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with how I feel. Smoking Guns match is a Smoking Guns match. Not really a hell of a lot there. Head Shrinkers match. Same kind of thing. Tonka against Brooklyn Brawler. So it was nice to see Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, we always like seeing a Brooklyn Brawler. He's there Brawler. for the people. Yeah, he, he, he is there for the people. He's in his in his New York crowd. You know, the, the Mr. Hughes stuff is just setting up The Undertaker. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Setting up The Undertaker. Taking back his urn. The Adam Bomb stuff, I think they're just... I, I don't think he was wrong when he was saying that nobody really had a place for his character. I mean, I'm not, you know... Like no, his character life. sucked. Because it just... It doesn't, his character doesn't, like... It's got nothing with anybody. I don't know. I think it is really a miracle that Undertaker's character works so well. And that's really just because he played it so well. But I think a lot of these characters that are, like, unrelatable just don't work like what is a, a human embodiment of a fucking nuclear bomb it's atom bomb it, it doesn't atom it doesn't bomb. make sense and like the fact that you see the atom bomb go off in the beginning and then like i think vince was like talking about like hiroshima in a way and it got like kind of dark and weird and i'm like no like that's not 
Like, we don't... Yeah, it wasn't really that Like, bad. let's not, like, fucking laugh at that guy, you know? Like, I mean, the best part about Adam Bomb is Johnny Polo. Agreed. Like, that's... Agreed. 100%. He's, he's so entertaining. And he's wearing, like, a really great, like, plaid... I don't know. Polo. Get up. Like, yeah. it's... He's really good. Yeah, he's good. Um, Anything else on these jobber matches, you think? No. Yeah. So I'm going to jump into what I thought was the second best match of the week. Okay. I bet... Is it a crush match? It is a crush match. Okay. All right. I bet it's crush doink. It is crush doink. Okay, I got you. We're just sliding into the crush corner. So crush had two huge matches. I remember... Well, I remember him in the doink angle when I was a kid, right? So I remember all of that. Like, just how there was multiple doinks and they would go back and forth. I also remembered, especially when the Raw came on, like, I did remember him getting flattened by Yokozuna, right? So I did remember that, too, as a kid. Because then I think he leaves, and then when he comes back, I think that's when he starts beefing with Macho Man. But. Yes. Well, and they really show Macho Man going out of his way to be a good friend. And they do mention that, like, well, we can talk about it when we go to that match, because we're still with Doink right here, right? Yeah, well, in the Crush Doink match... (sighs) We're treated to a uh, to an actual wrestling match, right? It's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, they they both look fucking absurd, so it's hard to a hundred percent. Like I like I feel like both of their gimmicks. I don't want to say are wearing thin at this point, but you're kind of seeing through it enough to a level that you're like, okay, this is the homicidal wrestling clown. Like I do feel that like Matt Bourne's wrestling was better than just being the clown, and I feel like he needed to be a little bit more. You need a little bit more than just this, because I do think multiple versions of the clown, like, we overplayed that so much. That I wish it we pushed like it. I wish we pushed the clown gimmick more evil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe like, just start having him really unhinged, kind of like the Joker, kind of like just coming out, like, with a different clown outfit, a little bit more like a real outfit. But I, but I think this suffers from the... Um, maybe just having messed up... Like, the way he dressed when he was done, like, if you watched his Dark Side of the Ring, he does, like, a doink thing after WWF, and, like, he just looks crazy. Well... (laughs) You know? Like, kind of like that. Like, I actually think that... Because I think... I think we're still in a time right now, especially without pay-per-views yet, like, really, really, you know, kicking in. We're still in a time of the, the kind of traveling show... So you want, you know, oh, that's the clown that comes into town. So you might only see him once when he comes into town and a couple times on TV. So you don't really know or you're not really putting it all together like that his character can change so so drastically. So I think you're kind of keeping them in the same gimmicks a little bit longer than maybe needs to be, if that makes sense. Once yeah. you get the in your houses, you got more chances to kind of turn people and have something happen with a real wrestler that you can see. I think that's kind of where we're at with it because I feel like there was an evolution here. It was knocking on the door and they just kind of left it and just said, no, nah, we're just going to keep running the same thing. Yeah. Crush, keep doing You're the right. same thing. You're right. I think if this was two years later, it probably would have evolved They would have had more time like, to just evolve it qu- quicker. Like, I just feel like you can't when this is, you're still showing me the same feud because we still haven't in that time or we just did the, the like the King of the Ring, right? So we still haven't even been able to get out of where we were going, you know? Like because how, we're still I mean, so far behind our taping. If you think about it too, like how many of these wrestlers have kids that they bring in or that you see behind the scenes in like later episodes and years later? Like how good would it be if someone brought their little kid and he like went to make him a balloon animal and then like made the kid really upset? Like that would be dark, but like a really good way to start a feud. You know, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it would have been good. It would have been good, but... Alas, that's not what we get, Jen. We got a pretty decent match. I would say uh, whenever you end on a count out, it's it's rough, right? I'm not a huge fan of that. 
No. Because it's just, again, it's just you're in the middle of this feud. So you're like, well, we can't actually have a winner here. No, and then there's like 16 doinks on the... Mm-hmm. On the Jumbotron. On the Jumbotron when he comes doinks. in. Then there's another doink. So then Bobby Heenan's just screaming about all the... Do- <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't Bobby Heenan because he wasn't... No, it was... Uh, I don't even know. I think it was Macho Man screaming about all the doinks. But uh, 18 doinks, 26... There's just too many doinks. Two trillion doinks. Yeah. So we got doinks. That's it. I mean, I, I got nothing more for that match. We got doinked. I've seen it five times. Yeah, and I mean, during this whole match, Lawler was just talking about what he's going to do to Brent. You know, he did say to Vince at one point, I couldn't warm up to you if we were cremated together. Yeah, I did laugh at that. I chuckled at that. I was like, that's... I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was, that was good. Sauce. I thought that was good. Our last match that we got to, we're talking about, we're talking about the best match, last match, again, featuring our man Crush, was the... Ballyhooed championship match that was being offered last week, which took place later that evening. Jen Crush gets annihilated. He gets stomped twice. We know it's going to happen. He gets taken out on a Did you really again. ever think that Crush was going to be the champion, though? I mean, honestly. No, no offense, Crush. Real talk. No, But no. he's not even, the, he wasn't even ever the IC Jen, that I know of. Real talk. The day before. In real life. He almost slammed Yokozuna. I think there was a video game and he was out in the video game somewhere around here. I think he was in the Royal Rumble video game because I remember playing as him. Because I still remember the animation for when he would like... Crush your head. Crush your head and then <laughs> like put you down. He was a, he's a big dude, which we know those guys always get a chance. There was a window where you can kind of be like, maybe he's somebody. Because I did not, at this point, think that the guy, our savior, was going to be Lex Luger. And Bret Hart is off the scent of Yokozuna, right? So who is actually going to come in and challenge this guy? Like, we're not in an era that I can recall at this point where we have someone with, let's say, an IC title is going to challenge him, right? So Shawn Michaels and Diesel aren't going to challenge him. Shawn Michaels and Crush had a match already. To challenge Yokozuna? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I'm, not ch- I'm talking, talking about who's going to challenge Yokozuna. I'm talking about who's going to work with Yokozuna and challenge Yokozuna. Oh, no, no, no. Right, because we weren't doing his IC I'm title. I'm sorry, I was thinking about Crush. No, 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 no. I'm saying Crush is like, you start looking around and you go, well, The Undertaker's nowhere to be found. He's got a beef with Mr. Hughes. Hulk Hogan's gone. Like, who is actually going to do it, right? Like, everybody else kind of has something to do. But that's not what this was. This was literally using Crush to set up Lex Luger coming in and his face turn because, I mean, <laughs> this, this was a feud that ended... Very quickly, with Crush being destroyed by Yokozuna. Yeah. He couldn't body slam earlier that day or the day before, and then got slammed. Uh, yeah. Two bonsai drops. Yeah. Which I'm not a huge fan of the bonsai drop. Oh, it's scary. It is actually a scary wrestling move to me. I feel like that's a scary move. Did he squish the guy yet? Did that happen when he I, jumped on the... I don't think so. I don't when think he, so. like, squishes a jobber. I don't think so. But, um, no, because I think that... Yeah. I think that's coming now. Like, I think that actual thing is coming during the summer run because I think he's going to be on Monday Night Raw a lot more and he's squishing people, getting ready for Lex Luger. So we talked about mm-hmm. how Macho Man is so concerned about his friend Crush and they go out of their way to be like him, to have him be like, I don't care what Jack Tunney says because he's <laughs> no. not allowed to get involved. Also, as a shout com- out, Jack Tunney got, got into the ring again. We were showing him on Monday Night Raw. Shout out, Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney's we, back. We always forget who the president of the We kind of forgot about Jack Tunney for a minute and always. now he's back. Boom. Tag and Jack. Um, 
So he's going out of his way to be like, I don't care if I get in trouble. I don't care, blah, blah, blah. Crush is my friend. I'm going to be there for him. I'm going to help him. This isn't about winning him. This is about being there for a friend, blah, blah, blah. And they're really putting it on strong because they, you know, so that when Crush turns on him, it's really that much more um, it's gonna be impactful. impactful. Yeah, ah, it's going to be look the at next us thing. Impactful yeah, well, that's thing. what it's going to be. You don't think? That's why I said it. It's it's right there. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than what you said. I it's, can't believe Tatanka's making moves on Luna. Unbelievable. Strange. They've been circling each other real for a while. That and that that's just another yeah, wild feud that we just have Tatanka versus Bam Bam. Because you again, it's what I'm talking about. Like you're trying to kind of slot people in and make people work, you know, with each other. That's why, when you're, that's why to go back to what you said, did I think Crush was going to be Yokozuna? No. But did I think that Crush could have been somebody? He could have been somebody. It just didn't work out in this in this sense. Yeah, I think this uh, gimmick was just too watered down. Yeah. Because he's pretty, I mean, he's a huge guy. Yeah, and he, he was Demolition Crush. Yeah, so he was Demol- healed yeah. and got back to being a face. And now he's going to, I believe, his next time that we see him, he's going to be a, a heel again. Soon. I think. I don't know Soon. when. I know WrestleMania. Maybe around Survivor Series. I don't know. I don't know if he's in Survivors. I think, I think he is. I don't remember. We'll get there. We'll find out. I just remember the Bret Hart and the Knights. That's all I really remember from the Survivor Series offhand. I don't oh. I, I, I'm sure. Is it the is it Undertaker, Yokozuna? That's that Survivor Series, I think. No. No? See, then I don't know. No, it can't be that Survivor Series because... Well, no. Who's who's headlining the WrestleMania? Yeah, no, no, no. It's still Yokozuna, still the champion. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, it, it can't be. It's not. It's not that casket match. I don't think. No, he's a champion at that casket match. Yokozuna. Yeah. So then it might be. You're right. It might be. Because I think they put him in the casket and roll him away after he already went. I, I don't remember. No, they, it was no, like they, a count out. No, it's every single heel comes out to help oh. put Undertaker in the casket. That's right. Yeah. It's like the whole WWF versus The Undertaker, yeah. if that's the right one. If so it's 97. I, I, I thought that was an in 93? your house. 93? Yeah, well, 93. I thought that was an in your house. In your house doesn't start till 95, and Yokozuna is not champion in 95. So We'll no, find out. It's not. We'll find out. All right, let's 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 make a bet. Could be the Royal Rumble. Could be the Royal Rumble. I'm going to... I'm going to say that I don't know, but I think it's Survivor Series. Um... What corner are you throwing me into? I'm going to throw you into the awards corner. Let's give, give, give out some awards. Give out an outfit, a promo. Shout out to anybody you felt really deserved something this week. I mean, I feel like i got to give Crush an award for just being a, you know, attendance. He gets the attendance award. He's been showing up, you know? Jen, I would like to go ahead and say, I see your attendance award, and I would like to give us a uh, a joint memory award. We get an award for the conversation about the casket match. So it starts, the feud starts at the 1993 Survivor Series, culminates at the Royal Rumble. Okay. In the casket match. Okay. So we had that, we were both there together. My other award that I'm going to give... feel like it's really important to give this award this week because i think that the person really really deserved it i'm gonna give the um 
the ceremonial passing of the gimmick to Crush because his uh, <laughs> entire gimmick has been it, it it has been squished. He got double yeah. bonds. I dropped. He's yeah. gone. He's yeah. out. He's got to go back to the drawing board. Because good guy Crush is not gonna not gonna fly in uh, the current WWF situation. I'm gonna give Harvey Whippleman okay a silly goose award. Because okay. during face to face, when they're talking to Mean Gene, Mean Gene, as they're going away, I right, guys talk to you guy out there. Hey Harvey, is that a clip on tie? <laughs> he goes, No, it ain't. And Mean Gene goes, Thank you. And then Harvey Whippleman very softly goes, You're welcome. <laughs> and for some reason, <laughs> so it's funny. True. It was just so per- You're welcome. <laughs> like what? I'm gonna give out one more award. I'm gonna give out the exudes lots of cruise ship director energy award to Jack Tunney. Like, mm. He seemed like he was getting up in the morning to address everybody, to tell True. them on the first day of their seven-day cruise all the great things that uh, the current cruise liner had to offer, where they can go for the best meal, and when they'd have to show up for the captain's dinner. He's not the captain, because we know he's not the captain, but he's the cruise director. Right? True. True. You know, we know Jack Tunney is not the president. He is just Jack Tunney. I'm going to give... Bobby Heenan okay. and Jerry Lawler. Okay. A joint What are you even talking about award? Okay. Because I really don't understand how you can cheat when you suplex somebody. It's true. Okay. That's true. And he mentioned it a few times that Luger cheated. And then Bobby Heenan blamed Lex Luger for Yokozuna beating the shit out of Crush and for Crush being so hurt. He said it was Lex Luger's fault because he riled up the wild beast to a level that he's like uncontrollable. So now he's, he, now he had to destroy crush and I don't, I, um, joint. What are we talking about? Awards. And then I, joint heel energy commentator award. I like it. I'm here for it. You know, I was done with my awards, but now I'm going to come back for one more award. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to give the <laughs> shit moved forward a lot faster because you weren't on the mic award to Lex Luger. Because he's not saying anything or doing anything. This is escalating quicker in my young child mind and also as an adult. I'm like, wow, you've done a lot with a little right now. You're letting the announcers do all the work to set up a feud. Because if Lex Luger was standing there going, I'm America, it's not going to work out well. We do know the Lex Express is going to come to town, but we know it's going to be short-lived. The entire experience. Oh, it's so it's so <sighs> bad so that it's good. Um, Getting better without your award. Oh, so Goes to Lex Luger. <laughs> <laughs> getting better without you. I'm giving Johnny Polo the best dressed award. Okay. For his outfit on Monday Night Raw. And I'm giving Vinny Vegas the best dressed award for his outfit on the Diesel. Superstars. He likes to be called Diesel. Big Daddy Cool. The best is, is a few times where, like, Sean interacts with him, and you can tell he, like responds and he's trying not to like he's trying to keep a straight face but he's like i'm out here seven feet tall dressed in a fucking bedazzled denim jacket talking Mm -hmm. to this man that has the highest pants ever like i don't know what like the whole thing is so good it is so beyond silly 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 like they they get the silly geese awards and i'm gonna give sean the you make a job or match somewhat entertaining award okay I thought you were going to give the Sean um, Your Heart Will Go On Award because he finally came back. 
He came back to you. He came back to you on the raft of superstar shows. And you were like, here he is. There he is. He's going to disappear for six weeks soon. I know. It's going to be it's gonna be a rough six weeks for me. Um. <laughs> You're going to make it, Jen. Jen, let's go into the cringe corner. I see you have uh, two for your cringe corner count for this episode. Two cringes. That I counted. That doesn't mean that there aren't more. Okay. There's always okay. more. There's always... There is always There's more. always hidden cringes out there. There's always overlooked cringes. First cringe during the Shawn Michaels match. Like, they like to do close-ups on ladies' faces as he's coming out. They, oh, yeah. They do that with Lex Luger, too. Of course. but Just but, to have the women reacting. Now, what do you think the odds are? And it's, I do not think Lex Luger is this, uh, the best-looking guy there. So I do find that sus. But anyway. What do you think those are live reaction shots? Oh, what do I... I don't... I think some Or they're are. just, like, cutting some that they already had because they're cutting the episode. So maybe That's they're true. cutting the most ridiculous things. I don't know. We'll have to We'll have to see if we, we can... See. If you're a cameraman for the WWE in yeah, the 90s, you let us know. Please let us know. Please let us know what you... Did you film that live? Yeah, we, we do want to know. Um, but yeah, so they're zooming in on all these women's faces and there's one woman that Lawler says, ugh, Mother Nature gave her some dirty looks, huh? And it's like, mm. oof. Just, yeah, he just insults people's looks. Not very nice. Not very nice, Jerry Lawler. Um, so that's cringe number one. Cringe number two is during the face-to-face with the, in this Superstars episode with Adam Bottom and Johnny Polo. Johnny Polo that didn't... Har- was, it, was it Johnny Polo or Harvey Whippleman? My notes are all silly. I, one Polo. of them mentioned... Johnny Polo? Yeah, he mentioned that mean gene should join the military and i didn't get it and you were just like oh because they just came out with um you've lost me don't but... don't ask on tell don't yes because i was like yo he just made like a i'm like it it, it <laughs> sounded like he was saying a veiled uh you know a veiled uh gay reference at gene it sounded like at least that's what i thought it was when i no it's 100 percent what it was because right. i'm pretty sure bobby heenan mentioned something about that like last week so it's definitely what it was um very cringe yeah we don't we don't do that we don't do that in 2024 we left that shit in 1993 <laughs> um well someone's kept it going into 2020 yeah. um jen what do we got next on the horizon The next Monday Night Raw, we got three things to look forward to. Hear me out. Do you know what they are? No. Give it to me. Thing number one. The Lex Express is coming to town. Spoiler alert. It's coming. It is coming. It was SummerSlam near you. Would you like to hear about the interview next, or would you like to hear about the match? Give me the interview. Okay. King's Court. Making its, I believe this is its Monday Night Raw debut. Debut, yep. With Tiny Tim, which is the strangest fucking... I, I remember this from being a kid and being, like, so confused as to what the fuck was going on. I wonder if that was filmed live. Oh, I think it was. It is live because they said tickets are available for next week's Raw. So it is live. Okay. And the match is Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty... That's right. In a rematch. That's right. Because Marty wants his intercontinental belt back. He's talking about how he's a former champion. Blah blah. Like, calm down, bro. You had you had the belt for two days. Um, so yeah, right. 
But from what I remember, that's actually a really good match. So I do believe it's a really good match from what everybody says. I do get to fangirl out at that, and you can't make me feel bad. Um, it's like a 23-minute match. 23-minute match is a real match. Ooh, it's like half the episode. Yeah, basically. It's sandwiched in between uh, Lex Express and a Tiny Tim Jerry Lawler <laughs> I mean, the situation. Tiny Tim Jerry Lawler thing. Oh, oh my God. And I think Sue and Helen might be in the crowd. I think they're in the crowd. I think that's why he's doing Tiny Tim. I mean, Tim. the cringe corner is going to explode next week. But that's it. I mean, that's all that we really got. I, I mean, we're in it. We're in it. What was your word of the week? We are in it. Crush. Boom. That was the same thing I had was crush. It's the <laughs> it's only it's word. word. It's the only word I have. He was crushed. Yep. His gimmick is crushed. My childhood is crushed. He is crushed. Because I did. He was someone that I was like, man. As a kid, I was like, I like him. But. Mm-hmm. And I just knew as a kid. But I couldn't figure it out. You know, but I knew. Even then, I knew. I was like, nah, they're not going to let him win. Right. I was waiting on Brett. He'll be back. Lex Express is just a flash in the pan. I thought I saw a spider. I don't know if you noticed that. I, I did. looked at the wall very dramatically. So we both end with um, Crush. <laughs> yeah, we both end with Crush. And uh, like I said, we're in it. This is it. This is what, these are what childhood memories are made out of, you know? Um... We'll be back next week when we dive further and further. Take me there. Into the summer of 1993. Let's go watch this shit. Jen? Let's try and get some of these out, you know, so we can maybe someday catch up. That's what she said. We will see you guys on the next episode next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.